Hello and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics with Terrain Myricks. I am Terrain Myricks. I am here with um, my guest this week uh, for our special Sunday podcast, my wife, Katrina Myricks. Katrina, say hello. Hello. <laughs> um, I couldn't do the podcast on Friday night because um, Katrina was my guest. We did agree to do this a while ago. It wasn't a last minute thing, right? Correct. Okay, because you usually... Yeah, you actually planned this one. I did plan this one um, because I thought it would be... I thought it was ridiculous that I didn't have any women on the podcast talking about Brett Kavanaugh, sexual assault, that kind of thing. Well, you clearly have a woman problem. I do have a woman problem. Out of your, like, five or six guests, you, you are the only woman. only one woman. I think you need to fix that. I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly. That I don't like being called out on the yeah, top I of the fucking show. think you're pretty show. sexist. <laughs> Jesus, wait, wait. What just happened? Um, uh, so yes, uh, the special Sunday podcast. Um, I didn't do it. Did We didn't do it Friday night because uh, um, Katrina was unfortunately uh, not feeling very well. Had ha- a fever. <laughs> had, all day Friday and Saturday. Had a fever all day. Um, you, just your throat hurt. Was that right? Yeah. Swat like yeah, trying to eat, it's trying to eat or drink throat. things. Yeah, I have strep throat. Um, so now I'm on antibiotics and I can't drink, so this will be a sober Katrina podcast. Exactly, this is a sober cast, so you won't hear that 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 godforsaken um, DUI alert going on. Breathalyzer. Breathalyzer. Thank you. Good words. <laughs> I couldn't. Remember. Somebody's still drinking though. Uh yeah, well. It's called Alcoholics with Terrain Myers. If I didn't drink, I would be uh, forsaking my brand, um, which is huge. Uh, <laughs> so huge. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, yo, the the Stride and Arista episodes trend up. Yeah. Pretty highly. So, I mean, I don't know what you need to. Oh, by the way, um, <laughs> this is. Let me just go ahead and uh, before before we get into stuff. Uh, Strine did this fun thing, Dr. Strine. I call him Strine because um, that's what we always called him. Um, so, not trying to be disrespectful. But uh, Strine did this thing where uh, when I you know, had him as a guest, he said, Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Mm. No- <laughs> I think you should be thanking me for you having should, me. You <laughs> <laughs> Don't you it? agree? I, I, I feel like I have to because... <laughs> Because we're married, and if I feel like I say no, I'm in some sort of negative right. negative light. Without me, you'd be an all male podcast, and that's just I well. If without you, I I I try to, I try harder to find women to be on the podcast. Uh huh. I'm not look. I'm not Mitt Romney. <laughs> I don't have binders filled with women no. to be on this podcast. No. I barely. I I any woman who wants to be on the who wants to be on the podcast, <laughs> just message me. I know for a fact that you have denied a woman. Oh my god! Holy shit! Are you serious? I am serious. Oh my god! Only person I know that you've denied, and it's a woman. Okay. So I think you need to fix that. All right. How about this? If Beth is listening and texts me by Tuesday. Tuesday? I don't even listen to the podcast. Sorry, my apologies. No, you know what? I'll give her Thursday. Because she's not going to listen to this. So, she's got until Thursday to text me to be on this podcast. I will let her on. I'll let, I'll let her pick the fucking top. No, I won't. I'll let her on. I'll let her pick one of the topics that we talk about. 
And that's fine. But she's got to text me by Thursday. Want to know why I'm saying this? She doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> she's, not, she's not once going to message me. I'm going to win this so easily. We'll see. You're going you're gonna to message her, and that's <laughs> cheating, and there's no outside help. Are we agreed? Okay. All right, we're agreed. Um, so, whew, let's start with the super fun news. Uh, so, Friday night... Uh, sorry, Friday morning, rather. Um... No, it was Friday at 3 p.m. Jeez Louise. Friday afternoon, uh, Susan Collins went on the Senate floor and gave a full-throated support of um, Judge Brett Kavanaugh to be on the Supreme Court. Um, kind of ignored the uh, the hearing he had where he peddled conspiracy theories showed his temperament of being super angry, um, attacked the left wing and the, the Clintons, um, didn't, didn't mention that, that wasn't a thing, uh, uh, believes that Dr. Bla- uh, Blase Ford was, she was victimized, but not, she doesn't believe it was by Be- Brett Kavanaugh, even though she believes... Dr. Ford's testimony, and Dr. Ford said, I 100% know it was Brett Kavanaugh. Um, I have not had a woman on the show to talk about this, and I think that it's very important for women to be able to voice their opinion about this rather than just a bunch of dudes being like, this is crazy, or this is awesome. I, it's So I wanted to give you time to just kind of talk about how you feel, what you think, um... And then we'll and then we'll have some sort of back and forth. But starting with you, the floor is yours. Well, I would like to start with some facts, um, because women aren't just emotional things who can't figure out who sexually assaulted them. Um, <laughs> the, the facts are, uh, Doctor Ford mentioned in therapy sessions that Kavanaugh assaulted her years ago. So this wasn't just a random person that the Democrats picked to put up an an argument against Kavanaugh, as Lindsey Graham implied. Um, So this is a woman who, for years, has asserted that he assaulted her. Um, This is a woman who took multiple lie detector tests and passed, which aren't a perfect gauge of truthfulness, but Kavanaugh took none, and Kavanaugh multiple times lied under oath in front of the Senate. Um, This is a woman who has no record of wrongdoing. No one's come out and said anything negative about her character besides the people saying that she's a Democratic shill with absolutely no evidence to support it. Um, We have evidence of Kavanaugh lying on the stand over and over again, both before these allegations came out and then during his hearing. We have multiple people who have corroborated that he's lying. We have an FBI investigation, and I say that in quotes, where they spent a week to interview 10 people about the wrong night, which Dr. Ford's representatives attempted to contact them to say, you're asking about the wrong party. This is not the party where that occurred. Didn't matter. They didn't talk to anybody who came out and said they could corroborate. They didn't investigate the allegations made by the other women. 
They didn't speak to anybody who could prove that he was lying. So this was a very thorough investigation by the FBI, who was too pussy to do anything about it. Uh, because they're so scared of what happened last time they are in the current investigation they're involved in with Mueller and the last time when they investigated Hillary and got us our current fucking president. Um, so, and then, oh, hero to women Susan Collins gets up there and tells us why all the great things and how Kavanaugh is such a centrist. He's just like Gorsuch, didn't you know? <laughs> or not Gorsuch, Merrick Garland. That's what she spent, like, 15 minutes talking about, how similar he is to Merrick Garland. But if Garland would have been terrible, why did we vote on him? Um, so, this is great. This is all great. Um, Collins is either going to retire and then get a bunch of money lobbying because there's no chance in hell she's going to be reelected after this. I just... It's an extremely disappointing situation. We need Collins and Manchin to be out of the government because they're both cowards. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what else to say. No, story. I think that was. I think that was very good. Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard. To, there's one. It's kind of hard to rant when you're not <clears throat> drunk. <laughs> yeah, well, because you're like because you're measured now, and I you're know. like, I, oh, it's recording. I can't say a lot of the things I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one thing I wanted to say, just based on what you said, um, he wasn't on the stand. He was, you know, it was his confirmation hearing. Yeah, so but he was, was under oath. He was under oath, not on the stand. Did I say on the stand? You did say on the stand. I just wanted to make that, like, I wanted to make that. But no, he clearly lied under oath constantly. Yeah, he lied about, uh, pre-allegation, he lied, um, there were emails. I didn't know anything I didn't. About, I didn't sorry. know if, like, I don't think a lot of people know this because... People don't care, and it's crazy that people don't care about a Supreme Court nominee lying under oath to during his confirmation hearing. People didn't care about the president but lying, so... There were... He was a part of the Bush administration. Right. I don't remember in what capacity, like as an advisor of some sort. Um, and he was involved in a person stealing Democratic Senate files. Oh, the... Where the email headline or the email subject was... Spying? Yeah. There, there, was a, there was a person within the Bush administration spying on the Democratic Senate. And um, Kavanaugh claimed to have no knowledge of any of this. Right. Now, before the hearings, um, I don't remember who was in charge of it, but a Republican was in charge of going through all of Kavanaugh's emails mm-hmm. um, during that time period that he was in the Bush administration and marking them as either classified or not classified, that they can be revealed to the public. Right. And guess what they did? They marked... I'm going to guess a lot of them were marked classified. They were. And guess what? They had nothing to do with national security. They did have a lot to do with Kavanaugh knowing about this spy scandal that he, during previous and during this confirmation hearing, claimed claimed he knew nothing about, Mm -hmm. though we have emails proving he did. He was involved. The guy talked to him. He received this information. Yeah. So... He lied on the, not on the stand, he lied under oath about that. And then, during the allegation trial, he lied about being a binge drinker, basically, drinking to black out. Yeah. Plenty his, of his friends have come forward yeah, to say that he people, did. People There's who, a book about it. People who, yeah, Bart O'Kavanaugh. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mark Judge's book. 
Uh, Bart O'Kavanaugh, who it could have, well, to be fair, it could have been about anyone. <laughs> I don't know if there's a specific person it would probably be about. Uh, maybe a guy whose name is incredibly close. <laughs> To the point where Mark Judge wasn't, like, creative enough to change a lot of letters. Just add an O. (laughs) Just fucking O. Kavanaugh. I don't know. Bart? I don't know. Fuck it. (laughs) Like, like that's... He told such verifiable lies that it was just reminiscent of... um, The Trump campaign. That's exactly... That's that's why it was okay. Right. That's why everybody was fine with it, because we're used to the president lying to us, so what's the The president's constantly lying about verifiable Mm -hmm. things. He, he's like, my calendars, my calendars tell this story, trust me, I didn't drink on this day because my calendar said I didn't. And then, it turns out later in, if you look at the calendar, it said, no, I drank on that day, I said I didn't drink. Like, he constantly, he went out of his way to lie about Mm -hmm. random things. It was okay for me to drink because... Um, Maryland changed their law, so I was able to drink at the time. No, Mm-mm. that's not true. The law was changed. You were 17. The drinking age went from 18 to 21. You weren't grandfathered in, so you didn't actually get to do that. You're lying. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. And I don't... I And I got into a Facebook tussle. Um, I got into a Facebook tussle about this dumbass thing. As you are wont to do. As I am one to do. If you say some stupid shit, I'm gonna pop in there. But they're like, they're like, oh, so we're not gonna, we're not, so, uh, and this is a paraphrasing. I don't remember specifically what the, um, what the, con- what the, uh, actual, uh, dialogue was because it was so stupid. I tried to block it out of my memory, but something along the lines of, uh, oh, well, we're going to not nominate this guy because he drank when he wasn't supposed to way back in the day. No. We're going to not nominate him because he's so fucking scared he lied about it. Mm-hmm. Even even without the sexual assault, which is a huge thing. Which is huge. And- the, the, any, any Supreme Court nominee lying under oath like this would last year, two years ago, before Trump's inauguration would have been absolute cause yeah. to say no. But every Republican senator besides Lisa Murkowski... Lisa Murkowski from Alaska. Yeah. You get the, Alcato- the Alcoholics Badge of the Week. Congratulations. And honestly... By the way, we still do not support you. But... <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even come out to say anything. She just said that her people didn't want him, so she's going to vote no. She didn't act... She said... Personally, she would go yes. Whatever. Cool. <laughs> but every other Republican oh, senator can go fuck themselves. <laughs> and they should all be impeached themselves. No. Well, hang on. No. 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 <laughs> okay. See, see, I, 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 see, that's the problem. When I, I have trouble throwing that around. I have, the, I have trouble throwing that around. However, the people who are just so full-throated against the idea that this is a problem that's crazy to me mm. the the so-called centrists who are okay with with this nonsense Heidi Heitkamp is a democrat from North Dakota who is likely going to lose her seat she at least had the fucking courage to say no the biggest coward in the Senate is Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin does not deserve a job. No. He is. Joe Manchin is a fucking. He literally, 
He literally would not come out and say how he was voting until, and then he said, all right, Susan Collins is out there. Guys, once she's done, I'm going to have a scoop for you. Yeah. Come meet me in the really? hallway once hey. she's done. Literally. I... What did she say? I'm with her. Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's exa- he was Joe gonna Manchin, go whatever way Joe she voted. Manchin took Joe Manchin took the took the campaign phrase "I'm with her" in a different way than we were about. Like he literally just waited and went, "Whatever she does, I'm gonna do." Yep. I don't have to make the decision because if she does it, I'm gonna do it. And you know what? As a as a liberal, um, as a Democrat, I probably if if it would have been her saying no and then him saying no. I probably, it would have went over my head that that's mm-hmm, what he did. Mm-hmm. It would have went right over my head. I, I admit that. As a person who, in this situation, was so biased that I honestly was just like, I want to believe that the Dems are going to do the right thing. So I probably would have believed if she said no and then he said no. And I'm like, we did it! <laughs> we, he did the right thing! Re-elect him! It's awesome! Uh, but no. Um, I was completely wrong. I... I cannot, um, I just, I, I can't fathom this person. And I, I've had this, I've had this argument with myself, um, numerous times where I'm like, Joe Manchin doesn't even need to be there. What is he doing there? He has no reason to be there whatsoever. Oh, he's getting money. <laughs> uh, the, I don't even know what industry in West Virginia is paying him to be there. Is it coal? <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm Do just... they even have any money anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, Trump says they're bringing those jobs mm. back, and I believe him because he's never lied before, ever. Just like <laughs> <laughs> just like Brett didn't lie. I. This is a really shitty thing. It's extremely shitty. It's 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 a it's a really. I mean, there's no... I mean, this is supposed to be a, po- a comedy podcast. There's no joke. I say that every fucking week. Yeah, because um, real life sucks. Real life is fucking awful. We're supposed to have discussions and make them fun, but they're not fun because this is fucking well, not fun. Just wait. It'll be better when we have the house. <laughs> will it? Yeah. Mm. No See, laws will get through, at least. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's gonna get passed. Can I... Here's my like. No more tax bills that give the rich billions more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What? What's the problem with the rich getting richer? They're gonna pass the wealth back you see, onto us. Yeah, you see, when the rich get richer, they pass the wealth the back onto us. The poor get poorer. Whoa. It works that way. Maria, Maria on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Maria, Maria. <laughs> We're leaving that in, by the oh, way. Oh, sure. Um, so, I I just... The, the Brett Kavanaugh situation of it all is just fucking terrible for, like, numerous reasons. <laughs> and one reason I wanted to talk about... We didn't talk about this, because I don't, we talk about topics, but we don't talk necessarily about exactly what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. The era of people saying the Democrats and the Republicans are the same, need to, it needs to be. <laughs> it needs to end now. Jesus, yeah. It needed to end way before, but it definitely needs to end now. How about... When, when, when do you think uh, President Hillary Clinton would nominate a person who is um, under invest Who... Someone came out and said, hey, this person sexually assaulted me. And then two other people came out and said, hey, this person sexually assaulted me. And then all the Democrats went, well, we still like this person. We're not sure if you're lying, lady. Yeah. No. You want to know how we know that? And, and 
I know, want, real quick, before, before, I, I just, you want to know how we know this isn't a fucking thing that would happen? Because Senator Al Franken. Exactly. We, That's what, exactly what I was going to bring Thank up. you. We turfed him the fuck out. When it came out, when it, when it, when the first person said, hey, he was inappropriate, we said, hey, Al, not good. And then when there were multiple people, we said, he needs to resign. Mm-hmm. When this happens to Republicans, Republicans are like, hey, I think those bitches are lying. Let's give him a lifetime appointment. <laughs> or, okay, we could get another just as conservative um, on the court. Or we could pick this guy and keep him there forever. I saw, there are two reasons I think that they felt the need to push through with Kavanaugh right now. Is one owning the libs? (laughs) What? Owning the libs. No. Um, No. Making the the libs cry, lib tears, you know. Um, Because that's their fucking goal now. One is the midterms. Next month. Enthusiasm gap, according to polls. That actually did help and them. it did help them. Helped us a little bit, but not enough. Um, I think... If you I don't think, vote, I'm going to be so fucking upset with you. <laughs> Good. But I think they wanted hit, uh, the confirmation process done before the new Senate was put in office, even though it's likely still going to stay Republican. I think yeah. just in case they wanted it done. I think also, apparently one of the cases um, on the Supreme Court's docket this session, um, that's coming up shortly, is one involving, that, that will determine whether, if someone is pardoned by the president for a federal crime, <laughs> whether they can be tried for that same crime in state, in state? court. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's literally coming up. Whoa. So. <laughs> Man, I really, well, thank goodness. The Republicans a, really wanted that to go through so that if any of them needed one of these pardons that he gives out like candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He throws out pardons like he's a fucking, like he's the homecoming queen in the parade. <laughs> it's, it's insane. I, it, <laughs> oh my God. No, I, and I, I was one who, um, not one to peddle cons- conspiracy theories, but. I was one who was like, oh, well, of course he wants Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh keeps constantly saying things like, or in his past, sorry, would constantly say things like, oh, the president shouldn't have to worry about pesky investigations. That's annoying for him. Mm-hmm. The president should just get to do their job and not worry about investigations. Don't worry. I don't he think told he... Susan Collins that he's not going to interfere with Well, that. thank goodness he told Susan And he that. is so... Truthful. And he's been honest all the time. By the way, what's Devil's Triangle again? Oh, that's a drinking game. It's Didn't a drinking you know? game. Because we all have heard that phrase, and all of us went, oh, it's a drinking game. Mm-hmm. Instead of all of us going, oh, he just lied right there. Yeah. That's pretty easy. That's a verifiable lie. That's a Wikipedia-able lie. He's a fucking liar. Mm-hmm. He's a liar. He's been a Republican operative yeah. for... A while. Delivered a partisan rant during his test. Delivered, didn't even hide it anymore. Went in front of the, the, the Senate and said, the this is by people who were just angry about the Clintons not winning the presidency again. It's like, first of all, a lot of Democrats are fine with that, <laughs> unfortunately. 
uh, too many Democrats were like, we don't care that the Clinton that Clinton mm-hmm. didn't win the presidency. That's the fucking problem I have. That's why I'm upset. Going back to the thing you said, um, that you don't think Hillary Clinton would nominate somebody accused of sexual assault. I'm not saying, actually, well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm saying if I'm because t- at that time. Uh, President Trump didn't nominate someone who was accused of sexual right. assault. They were accused after he would after he nominated them. It came out that that's something. That, I'm saying that I'm saying that the Democrats wouldn't have stuck by that person. Right. I think I think that the president I think President Hillary Clinton at the time would have rescinded. Said no. right. Yes, I I agree with that, but I don't I don't want to say like Hillary Clinton was a saint. Involving She's sexual not. assault Absolutely specifically, not. no, due to her husband and due her, her standing by him and okay, wait, and attacking the women who made claims against him. Okay, as he was president, accused of sexual assault. I'll say this: I don't think um, she was a saint in this for a different reason, um, for the reason of uh, the person who worked on her campaign that was accused. Oh of, yeah. Of sexual oh, yeah. inappropriateness, I don't remember to what level, so I don't want to. I don't want to say what level. It was, I don't, it was I don't at wanna, least harassment. It was at least harassment. I don't want, like I said, I don't want to guess. Just like last pod when I was talking to Stride, I didn't want to guess how many, um, how many people Kavanaugh uh, was accused of being appropriate with. I think it was. It was. I think I said like four, and it turned out to be like five or something like that. I I don't want to over guess the number, right. um, but she didn't. In my opinion, take that seriously enough. Yeah, I see. I that's what I'm saying. I don't think she. I don't think she's a great person. She's like not a saint, but she's smart enough to know <laughs> it's political suicide, right? I, I do. I do I, not. I, I want to be honest. Here. I yeah. I feel like you're being very honest. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the Dem- for the same reason the Democrats would never stand by. I do See, think I there's. Think I do for the think same there's... reason. I think the Democrats, for example, I think the the Democrats could have been okay with allowing Al Franken to continue and I, well, not necessarily taken a lot of a lot of backlash. I think there is a portion of the Democrats who are only doing it for political reason, and then there's a portion that are. Which ones? Name them. <laughs> Uh, I want to know which ones are in the first set. one that comes to mind as a good person Uh-oh. is Kamala Harris. Okay, Kamala Harris. Uh, she's so Kamala Harris is line. like a good person. She's been on the front line going after sexual bad people. If we're talking about that, I think we're talking about Chris and Gillibrand. She has. I didn't hear her name much here, but Kamala Harris is on the Judiciary Committee, so right. She, but she Gillibrand, if we're talking about people going after sexual impropriety, uh, Gillibrand was the one. Senator Gillibrand. Uh, actually was the one who took on like the the US military right. and said, "Hey, that's very uh, true. We need I to have... honestly haven't heard her name with this scandal at all. She's not on the judiciary committee." Yeah. So it, it was a lot of Kamala Harris and Cory Booker. That yeah, we saw. yeah, because they're on the because they're on the committee that can step up and be like, uh, "Fuck this." No. <laughs> um yeah, no. I I think I think we've we've hit a very dark chapter. I mean, we've we've been in a yeah. very we've been in some dark chapters of um, the uh, United States uh, recently. Um, obviously, we had dark chapters before, and we had light chapters. This is a very dark chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still hitting it. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh is now an associate justice. He was 
uh, confirmed on Sunday. Was he? Was it Saturday? No, Sunday. It was Sunday, today. Sunday, I think, yeah. Um, by the way, yep, Sunday bonus pod. Yeah, he's... <laughs> bonus pod! He got confirmed today. Um, I want to mention something maybe is hopeful, maybe has, ne- like, a necessity. Um, Clarence Thomas is 70. Who's 68? Alita? Oh, my God. Is it Alita that's 68? Yeah. I, uh, Alita's I don't, 68. I don't know specifically. We've got um, Ginsburg, who is old as fuck. Whoa, she's... Listen. 83? She's a crisp, like, 86 years old. She's pretty old. Briar is old. We are going to have a lot of judges that need to get replaced in the next few years. Um, which is right, why but- it's so important. In, not only in this midterm... But two years from now, when we're voting for the president again and another round of senators, we need to get it blue because Ginsburg needs to be able to retire. She needs to get to go to school. She needs to she retire. She needs to get to go home. She's so tired. I'm sure she's like, guys, I just can't do this. She's holding on for us. My she's po- holding on for women. My Pilates, it's just nonsense now. I'm just doing, I need to go home. Yeah. Um,. Uh, Ginsburg, 85, Breyer, 80, um, Clarence Thomas, uh, he is uh, 70. Mm-hmm. Um, so so people are saying that the Supreme Court is going to be conservative for a generation, and that's that's not necessarily true at all. I disagree. A generation? He's 70. How long he's, is a generation? <laughs> he's 70, but the problem is we have a Republican president, and he can step down right now. Oh, if he does now, we are fucked. But I think Clarence Thomas is a curmudgeon, and he's <laughs> stubborn, and I think he's sticking around. I deserve this job. This is mine. <laughs> yeah, he dealt with his own Anita Hill scandal, so... Mm. So what? Good what? thing he's making policies. <laughs> They've been very favorable to women so far. And I, I said this, Um, I think I said this during the... Uh, pod where um, Arista was on. I've, I'm just hearkening back to old mm-hmm. pods now. Um, but no, I think I said this with uh, we're going to have a 2020 fight for the presidency. And one of the people that are going to be in that fight probably is Joe Biden. Yep. And Joe Biden's going to have to reckon with the way he handled the Anita Hill uh, compliment. I think, see, I, that is... That's not specifically why I thought Joe would be a problem, but it's really adding to it. Um, Joe has done creepy things with women in addition to that. Like what? There are plenty of creepy photos and videos that Oh my god, wait, okay, stop. But none of the people... Aren't necessarily bad, but they look very creepy. Yes, like when look... he's whispering in that young girl's ear who was very uncomfortable... When he was confirming Who's, her father to the Senate. She's very uncomfortable? Yes, you she can tell said that she by was the... uncomfortable. <laughs> she came out and said she was uncomfortable. When he's whispering into that biker woman's ear. She didn't, I don't. I think she loved it. But he's got, he's very touchy. And that's not always great. I agree with and that. And he's that's got not that stuff great. with the Anita Hill where he was very forceful in his testimony and rude. Yep. To Anita Hill. who. Mm-hmm. Just like Dr. Ford came forward to tell her story because it was she thought it was her civic duty. It was her civic duty to make sure to protect the and country for what from reason, someone what that... What reason have we given any woman to come forward now? Why none, would any woman want to come none. forward after th- seeing this? This is, I think, that's, I think that's one of the biggest takeaways from yes. this. 
That's one of the biggest things. And, and I've seen it online. I've seen multiple same. women saying, I'm glad I didn't come forward. I have... This, I, is, this, this reinforces my decision to stay silent about my abuse. And unfortunately, I have people on Facebook that I see who are like, this is exactly why women don't come yeah. forward. Like, it's personal stories. Mm-hmm. It's personal stories of what have happened to people and what they're willing to say and not say because... They're in a situation where if they say something, they're ridiculed, they're mocked, they're um, not believed. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're told that they're doing it for monetary reasons or or, uh, political reasons. Fame. Fortune. Yeah, because because Dr. Ford needs more recognition. Mm -hmm. She's a... Like, that's insane to me. It is That's- insane. I, I read an interesting article. Um, it was, like, I think an opinion writer. I want to say for the Washington Post. It might have been if something Washington. Um, but it's it was called Dads, Your Daughters Aren't Telling You. This is why they're telling me, not you. This is why that, they're telling right? me, not you. Right. And I think that cycle kind of continues the environment we're in. It's... Women are assaulted um, or harassed, and they don't want to tell their father because it's embarrassing, humiliating. They don't want their father to be upset. They don't want them to attack somebody. Reasons like that. They and then also their father, don't want their father to be like, you did this, this yeah, is your fault. Yeah, but on the more positive side is my reason. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not feeling positive at all, yeah. but go ahead. But that contributes to men then thinking... This isn't as big of a problem as people make it out to be. No one in my life has ever told me that this has happened to right. them. So then they're less likely to believe women. And then maybe they post something on Facebook about how this woman's a liar. And then their daughter, who's been assaulted, thinks, my dad wouldn't believe me. Yeah. And that's a cycle that will continue. Um, because there's no reason for women to come forward now. They, they don't feel like they can be believed. On there a was, national stage, yeah. they were shown, yeah. this isn't going to matter. It doesn't matter. On a national stage, they were shown, um, I can come forward and I can be a, not just I can come forward, I can be a credible witness. I can be a credible person saying, this is what happened to me. I can have, um, I can have whatever, I can, I can have a doctorate. I can be, uh. I can pass a lie detector. I can pass a lie detector test. I can pass multiple lie detector tests. I can be a a force in my field. And even if I come out, I'm still not going to be believed. Mm-hmm. Look at... I think it's a good example to look at Bill Cosby. Because, yes, he is finally going to jail, which is awesome. He's, he's in jail now. Um, but... His attacks went on for like 40 or 50 years. Women were saying it was happening to them that entire time. Mm -hmm. It took until a male comedian made a joke about it about five years ago. And women would not be quiet. His accusers just kept coming forward for one, one case to be able to go to trial. Keep in mind, in the past... He spoke on the record about giving women drugs to have sex with them. And still nothing happened after that. It took 40 years to finally put this man in jail. 
that's what it takes. And 40 years and like 20 or 30 women. Yeah. So why would one woman, woman feel like she has something to come forward with? If she doesn't have a rape kit with positive DNA and absolute evidence of assault, like, Which nobody we, believes them. Can we just real quick... Oh, but it was rough sex. Can we real quick uh, speak about how the rape kit backlog is fucking insane? Oh, yeah. Yep. So... You can get that done. When's it going to be processed? Like, this... It is so stacked against women. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. so stacked against the abused mm-hmm. that it's like... It, it feels like, why would you? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important. I, I know that we're... This is a very fucking somber subject and awful. But I think it's important that people come forward... Because, yes, there is a chance that this is going to be the way that you're treated. It's, it's possible that you can be as credible as possible. You can have a bunch of Republican uh, senators saying, I think that her, your testimony is credible. But I'm still going to side with the man that you identified 100% as the person who did this to you. But... I'm not going to say that women need to come forward. I'm going to say do what's best for your mental health. Do what is best for you if you feel like you're strong enough. I don't... Because these are things that can happen. And to tell a woman, come forward, you'll be okay, it'll be fine. And then to have something like this happen... I'm not saying... I just don't... I don't want to tell a woman to do that. Because her mental health is the most important thing at this point. She is the victim. I agree. And it sucks, but come forward if you can. Yeah. If you're able to. Yeah. See, my, my, I, I just, I, unfortunately for uh, my perspective, I don't, I don't know what this is. Right. Right. Like I don't, I don't have this specific instance. I've never experienced, I've never experienced a situation where I felt that it was, in this in this context, um, unsafe for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that is, and it's it's honestly it's nice to have a conversation with someone who has to deal with this shit, like, and can give a real perspective. Because personally, for me, I'm like everyone should just say this shit happened, and then if we all say it happened, we'll deal with it. But that's not necessarily the truth. I mean, Dr. Ford struggled with the decision to come forward. She didn't want to come forward. Yeah. I, it ended up happening, and, and she was okay with it, but she had to hire security because she was getting death threats. Yeah. I'm, that's not what's going to happen to most women who come forward. No. Most women, will, do, most women who come forward, they're probably going to get that, but they cannot afford the representation to... I, most women who come forward are not going to get death threats. I don't know but, if that's necessarily true. But they are poss- it's possible they're going to get assaulted online. They're going to get vitriol. De- they're going to get stuff well, stuff like that. Online is where they get the death threats is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I thought we were we're not talking about different things. I'm saying on line. I would say I I don't think most cases are going to rise to this level of death threats. Death threats are because of the political implications of this. See, In a typical, yeah. I don't, and by typical. But I my thing is, my thing is, I'm not, I'm not ruling out the idea that, um, 
people who name their assaulter, their assaulter will likely immediately say, I didn't do this, this person's lying. And then the assaulter's friends, who unfortunately tend to be men and women, mm-hmm. will go and online abuse that person. Mm-hmm. It's happened. Absolutely. It continues to happen. And it's fucking nonsense. So this was a super fun time. Um, I would just want to throw a stat out there. I saw. I think you should. Um, yeah, you 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 do this, and then we'll end the we'll end the. But I want you to have the last word on it. I I look at Reddit a lot. I spend a lot of time on Reddit. Okay, and, um, I'm gonna actually stop you there. Wow. And if you if that's your source of news, you might think there is an epidemic around false accusations of sexual assault. Because you'll see way more stories about men being accused falsely than you'll ever see of women reporting a sexual assault. Uh, But the facts are, and this is from Amy Schumer, so I'm sure everybody who's listening to this will love it. Um, (laughs) She was recently arrested. She was arrested, and this is something she posted in response because um, a model she was arrested with, whose last name I can't pronounce. Emily. (laughs) Emily. Yes, yes. She was in that Robin Thicke video. Was she? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, She wore a typical outfit out to protest Mm -hmm. and got a bunch of hate online saying, oh, if you dress like this, no wonder men want to rape you. If I was the cop arresting you, I would have groped you for hours. They posted this shit on Twitter. Like, stuff like that. So, um, Amy Schumer came out and she talked shit on that. And then she mentioned, like, the people who, um, don't believe that this culture is happening. One in three women are sexually assaulted. And I, I believe the number she threw out there, you know, check it yourself, seven in a hundred men are falsely accused of sexual assault. Those are really different numbers. Mm-hmm. So the chances of you getting falsely accused of sexual assault are a lot lower than of a woman getting sexually assaulted. Yeah. So maybe let's make that the focus. That's what's happening to a third of the women in the country. You know women, there are women all around you who've been sexually assaulted. So focus on that. <laughs> With the amount of evidence Dr. Ford was able to give for something that happened 30 years ago, to still be accused of being false, all the accusations that happened Lying, day, partisan. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's disgusting. Women, there's no good reason to make this shit up. It doesn't help a woman to do this in very, very, very few situations. That's just what I have to say. Alright. We're going to stop that topic there because there's no... I, I think you're absolutely right. So there's no reason to continue going. You have... That is the correct... <laughs> There's usually an opinion. It's like, oh, this is this or this. No. There's no opinion about this. Women don't... Women don't report stuff because it's beneficial for them. Especially when... Didn't you know rape kits are fun? <laughs> they're super fun. You love them. Um, <laughs> rape... Let me just say this. One more time. You have, rape kits. You have the last word. Go. Rape kits are a necessary evil. Can you imagine being a woman who was just raped? 
having to go into the sterile environment of a hospital and have a stranger perform a medical exam that is extremely uncomfortable and invasive on you while asking you uncomfortable and invasive questions shortly after you've been raped. Why would anyone want to do that? Any woman who does that is brave and a hero. That's how I feel. <laughs> Agreed. Let's move on to our next fun yeah. subject. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, I guess, oh, jeez. There's no segue. No segue whatsoever. Katrina and I are football fans. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of not political. This is, yeah, this is... This, this is isn't a, really political. This is the first non-political... Well, it's still kind of. Um, there's, there's some politics to it, but really not. It's yeah. more of a business discussion. Well, this is also a business podcast. I'm not sure if you've seen all of my stock... Alka business? I'm not sure if you've seen all my stock updates. <laughs> Alka business. Alka stock market. Um, but it's good to take a little break from our current political climate. Why? Is it because it's horrifying? Um, so, Katrina and I are both uh, football fans. Uh, I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, and Katrina, what team are you a fan of? Houston Texans. Um, so they're playing tonight, right? Yeah, we're playing each other tonight. We're playing each other tonight. We're playing each other tonight in this game, and we're both playing each other in fantasy football. Yeah. At this moment, I think Katrina's winning, but... I'm not going to win. <laughs> it's going to be great when she doesn't. Um, so we wanted to talk about um, uh, the kind of situation that happens with, with, with players who are... Uh, in a situation where they don't, they want to get paid, right? Because in this situation, they are, they are, for lack of better terms, contractors <laughs> who are who are playing to earn a paycheck, and they believe that their market value is worth a certain amount, and the team as a business is going to say that their market value isn't worth that much. And they You're making kinda... this very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to Le'Veon Bell wants yeah. his fucking money. <laughs> okay? Le'Veon Bell says, give me my fucking money. The Steelers are like, you know what? I don't think I need to give you your money. Because I'm not sure how long you're going to last. So, we're kind of okay. We're content with not paying you that money. Mm-hmm. And now they're in a situation where they have one of the best running backs in the league... That are that's sitting on the bench, not playing. We're in week what? Fucking five? Week four? Five? Week, week four or five? five? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> week four or five? <laughs> five. And he wants his fucking money, and he's not playing. I think they said he's gonna come back after the bye next. After week. the bye week, after the bye week in week seven. Yeah. So if it's next week, then it is week. Yeah, I might be wrong about that. We're trying to figure this. Yeah, whatever. Um. And then we have we have a situation with like a player uh, Earl Thomas, Earl Thomas, who is a safety on the Seattle Seahawks. He wants his money as well, but he didn't hold out. He decided to play. He got hurt. Mm-hmm. He re-injured something that was already injured, and no, it, yeah, he broke his leg. Sorry, you don't. Like your your leg isn't already broken and then you break it. This is a different thing. But he was he was he was previously hurt in that leg. 
Yeah, I don't know about that. But and it re-aggravated. It's an not re- he broke his leg. This is it could have happened. I don't think it mattered if he was injured in that leg before. I, the snapping of his leg occurred either way. I think I, I think your your posing of this argument's a little off. Um, they want their money. They want their money. They're in a dangerous game. Yes, a that's dangerous. What, that's what. That's what. Uh, look. Okay. It's a. I, I get what you're saying. Like I'm. I, I'm not necessarily framing it right because I wanted to frame it in the way I wanted to frame it, okay, and then okay. you told me I was boring, so I had to try to frame it. Market value. <laughs> so I had to try to frame it a different way, asshole. So, but these people are worth a certain amount on the open market, right? We're talking about capitalism. <laughs> so these people are worth a certain amount on the open market. If they get hurt, that value plummets. So, it makes sense for them to be like, give me my money now so that I know I'm, I'm financially stable for, throughout the future. I, I've seen a lot of um, uh, Le'Veon Bell's Steeler teammates, Pittsburgh Steelers teammates, um, criticize him. Yep. Openly criticize him. But none of the people who have openly criticized him are the caliber of player that Le'Veon Bell is. I mean, no, but they're linemen, so you can't really... It's hard to really say that I disagree. They, the Steelers have a pretty good offensive line. That's the reason that Le'Veon Bell and now James Conner are able to be so effective. I don't think that's necessarily the reason. That, I think Le'Veon Bell's the reason that Le'Veon Bell can be so effective. When James Conner comes in and does pretty much the same thing, it's hard to he say. He hasn't done pretty much the same thing. He's done pretty well. He's done pretty well, but he's not pretty much the same. You don't want to do this with me. <laughs> Okay. Whatever. If we have to, if we have to pop in some some stats, you're gonna be no. The the Steelers teammates coming out and talking shit is very um, not self serving. I don't know what the like. It's it's very bad for them, honestly. Yeah. Because because it, it goes oh so if I start to do super well, if I start to get to the point where I'm kind of a superstar in the league, if I'm if I'm the caliber of a player to make that money. I kind of put myself in a position where I cannot hold out to get that money. Mm-hmm. I have to play. And then I put myself in a position where I can hurt myself to the point where I don't get to make that payday. Like, these people, it's not like, it's not, these people are putting their their literal bodies on the line to do this. Right. Right? They're literally putting themselves in, in grave danger like not just in the not just in the immediate, but in the future. Yeah, I'm. There was a high school player who recently died on the field playing football because of a head injury. Uh, there was another. There was a college player. College player in Maryland who died. A couple weeks died. ago. No. Oh, that I'm talking about a different one. Yeah. There, there was that college player who died. I believe that was during like practice. And they're trying and to figure out. Yeah, they're trying to figure out if the coaching staff is at fault. Yeah, there was another. Yes. Yeah, there was. Another, yes. There was another player um, a couple weeks ago who got a head injury, and I believe last I saw, he's in critical condition, not doing well at all, unresponsive. So, so like, so it's it's very da- it's a dangerous game. I just I, I I it's it's hard to hear like people criticize the players for trying to make sure that they secure their financial secu- their their financial future because well we want you on the field scoring points for us yeah. It's like, oh, cool. Put the team first, but the team won't put you first. Exactly. The team will not put you first. Mm-hmm. What happened to Peyton Manning? 
When Peyton Manning... Oh, he got injured and then his Peyton Manning was injured and out for the entire year. At, but Peyton Manning also was a... The best... One of the best... Sorry, possibly... Uh, no. The best, best. the best Colts quarterback oh, player definitely. to ever play the game. Definitely. Um, one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Uh, what happened to him after his injuries... After his season where he was injured for the entire year? Uh, the Colts got rid of him. Colts traded him. Mm-hmm. And then... Did he win a Super Bowl? Oh, he did. Yeah, he won. He did win one. Well, the Broncos defense won one. And he was there, so it's fine. (laughs) He started the game, and the Broncos defense won the game. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but like, it is is so weird to see. And it kind of, to me, this is why it's a, this to me is why it's a political discussion. It's indicative of the kind of thing that we see. Where... Uh, the teams are essentially mini corporations. I want to say yeah. they're like they're 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 businesses, mm-hmm. and we kind of because of the fandom, because of because of uh, what the sport is, where we're like, oh, this is so cool, so we're in, and we're gonna support the team. We support the team, and then we say we support the we we don't say we support the business, but we don't realize. We're supporting the business right. and not the employees. Because Peyton Manning's an employee. I And I want to point out Peyton Manning's uh, past is super sketchy and gross. Yeah. And not good. And people should look into that and fuck you, Peyton Manning. But in, in the football aspect, he was a loyal soldier for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. And he got hurt. And they turfed him the fuck out mm-hmm. because he got hurt. They drafted someone else. They're like, this guy's our guy now because you got hurt and we don't need you anymore. That happens. But if a player says, I'm going to go because at the first drop of a hat, when they don't, when they figure out they don't need me, they're going to get rid of me. That's a problem. That's a problem with fans. It's a problem with the organization. And they can't do it. They can't just say, I'm going to go because... The team has ways to keep them there, like a franchise tag. Right. Which is what they did to Le'Veon Bell. Where they're like, the, see, oh, you don't have a choice anymore. Yeah, We're actually going to force you to stay here. See, I think the interesting thing, and we have two different cases with Earl Thomas and Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell hasn't had a contract for the last two or three years no. now. Um, he is a running back, and a running backs don't have long careers in no. the NFL. No, their longevity is very... Very sure. short because it's a lot of work on the body. It's a lot of Ask wear Marco and tear. Murray what the Cowboys did to him. Yeah, my that, That's exactly team. what they did. They wore him to the ground and, and then got let him go. So Le'Veon Bell is smart. He says, "I want a long-term contract with guaranteed money," which means because if you don't have guaranteed money in your contract, you get injured. They don't have to pay you shit. Yeah. So he wants a long-term guaranteed money contract right. that and that meets. The standard of the best running back in the NFL, which is what he was. Or is. Or is. We haven't seen him. Alvin Kamara's pretty great, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a great receiver. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, I mean, so is Bell. Um, yeah. So, he sat, He took the franchise tag last year. He went out and played. He took and the franchise tag. He played. He said, I don't want this. this I don't want this next year. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to play. You guys Work on my deal. You have a fucking year to work on my right. deal. Right. 
And what did they do? They gave him another franchise tag, meaning he could not go to another team. He had no choice but to stay and play with the Steelers, who mm. will not guarantee him. And the franchise tag only pays him for that year. Mm. It pays him good money for that year, but if he goes out and plays... Pays him the... It's, it's the median of the top five... Uh, contracts for that specific position in the year. Am I right. right? I think so. Okay. I think that's right. So if he goes out and plays week eight when he comes back and injures himself, he's not getting any money next year unless he can come yeah. back and play. And he's probably not going to get a good contract. He's not going to get a good injury. contract because he, he he's coming, coming off, off an injury. injury. Right. On a, on a contract year, you're coming off an injury, you're not getting paid. So people are saying he's greedy and selfish. But if he does go out and get injured, he doesn't have any financial security for his future whatsoever. And people like to talk shit about athletes not being financially smart. This is the financially smart thing for him Absolutely. to do. He probably would like a nice contract that gets him three or four more years guaranteed money, and after that he can stop getting his head bashed and <laughs> developing CTE. Whoa! Hey! <laughs> whoa! Those are three letters that we don't talk about in the NFL. And then he can retire. Like, that's a smart financial move. But what the Steelers are doing is forcing him to stay on a team and endanger himself while risking his financial safety. And then his, his, he said no. He's like, I'm not going to risk injury for this. So that's mm-hmm. why he's been sitting out. I think that's a smart move. I think that's a very smart move. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, we allow it for corporations and any other... Um, in any other uh, aspect, but then when it comes to these athletes, we say, "Well, no, they're being selfish, and they're being yeah. like that's because people, people burn... view athletes on their teams as chattel. Yeah, they're they're gladiators. Yes, they're yeah. not actually they're not people. They're not people. Exactly, they're, they're not, not people. people. They're gladiators. They they're there are... for our entertainment. Exactly." They are there for they're in they're in the I almost said the octagon, but that's an actual thing. I, yeah. I, I wanted to say the Coliseum, but I fucking said the octagon anyway. <laughs> like they're they're in this space, and it's for us, and we pay them, and that's what's important. Like for, no, well yeah, sort of, and we should stop doing that. Um, states or and uh, local governments that have to subsidize. Um, states, local governments, the federal that has to have to subsidize, subsidize fucking stadiums. Uh, stadiums. That shit needs to stop immediately. Yeah. They can afford it. Mm-hmm. Shelly Adelson can afford to bring the Raiders to the Ve- to Vegas. Maybe we don't help him out. We don't fucking need to. Mm-hmm. Earl uh, Earl Thomas is a kind of a different situation because he was not franchise tagged. No, he still had a contract ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been unhappy. He's unhappy because he's a great safety? Yeah. He's a, he's a great safety. He's not making enough money for his position, and he was worried about injury. He wanted longer-term, more guaranteed money. And he did hold out, but he came out and played to the applaud of his fans, saying, look at this team player and everything like that. He mm-hmm. came out, unlike Le'Veon Bell, and then suffered a broken leg. And... He's hopefully going to be better by the time free agency rolls he around had, for him. He had chances to get traded to teams that would sign him for a long-term deal. Yep, and the Seahawks and now, refused to trade him. All that's gone. Mm-hmm. That's gone now. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being an employee in an organization and wanting to leave for a more financially sound 
uh, position in another company and your company saying, no, you must stay here. Mm -hmm. that, that would be unheard of. Not being able to leave to go somewhere else. Right. But in the NFL, that's seen as normal. That's in the NFL? That's in various... Other, other sports leagues, yeah. It's crazy. And then, but when they decide they're done with you, you're gone in a second. You don't right. have any say. Right. And you don't always have the, like, really loyal uh, organizations that, that exist um, for certain, you know, for certain uh, athletes. For example, Dirk Nowitzki, he can play until he's 45, and I think the Mavs will keep him. They won't worry about, like, the... the Salary cap implications mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. They're going to keep them. Um, they have a lot of other things to work on in their fucking organization, Mark. Um, they have a lot of other things to work on. Yeah, and that seems like it's not really a thing in the NFL as you think it would be. What do you mean? Um, Peyton Manning's a good example. Um, where, you're like, where you're like, that's the guy that's going to be there forever. Yeah. And then they're like, no, he's not. Yeah. Well, it and um, Brett Favre comes to mind. The situation's a little different. Uh, they did stick Why? Because Brett said he's going to retire and then didn't and then retire and then didn't for, yeah. for like, three years? Yeah. And then <laughs> you think you think of, like, long-term players like Tom Brady and Drew Brees who've been with their organizations forever. But they're still performing very well. And I wonder what would happen if they decided they wanted to keep playing but their performance really dropped. I'll say um, Drew Brees is a situation where I think that I think that the Saints would uh, back Drew Brees for the sheer fact that Drew Brees was a was a player who was good on the Chargers, but then had an injury, and then had to, and then uh, the Chargers didn't want him anymore, mm -hmm. and then he went to the Saints and he helped them win a Super Bowl in a very trying time. Mm -hmm. So I think I think Drew is gonna have a lot more. Uh, um, leeway than even Tom Brady, who on many accounts is the best player in the game, but the problem is the Patriots are like, we keep winning and we want to keep winning. So if we can, if we can keep winning, we'll do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, the Patriots are a more callous organization. I agree. For sure. <laughs> They're monsters. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if, that's, uh, if we're being biased. Robert Kraft, Tom Brady... Uh, they were super down, down with Trump, um, and we're not. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think that it's I think it becomes a uh, I think it becomes a very political decision about this kind of thing because it's about whether or not we support the workers' rights or the corporation that's rights. True. That's I, true. I think that's why I think that's why it fits into this podcast mm -hmm. because it's really about like. This is a this is a person who's technically like an employee of this organization who's saying I believe I deserve more money than this or I believe I deserve a higher contract. I believe the market value says that I am um I am fitting to earn this much. And I also need this much because there is a possible I'm literally putting my body on the line for your organization. I'm putting my health on the line for your organization. Mm -hmm. So I think I deserve this amount of money. And if you can't give that to me, then send me somewhere else and I'll get that money elsewhere. And you have teams that are, that are, in my opinion, selfish, who mm -hmm. are like, we want to win. We don't want to do this. We want to 
keep this person because they can help us win now. And that's why I think it's I think that's why I think it's an alcoholic subject. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, but we're on the, I'm on the side of the players. Me too. I'm on the side of the players for holding out for their money. I'm on the side of the players for uh, kneeling when they because they're protesting. Eric Reed today uh, knelt um, for the national anthem because he is continuing to pro- uh, protest the systematic injustice that happened to uh, people of color. Um, by is Eric Reed the one who was um, on the on the with... teammates with Colin Kaepernick? Yes. And he just got signed, right? Just got he just got signed to the. <laughs> He just got signed to the card. Uh, sorry, my apologies. Just got signed to the Panthers, um, and uh, 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 on this first game, still took a knee because that's still important to him. That's awesome. Kenny Stills on the uh, on the Dolphins still did it. It's important. It's an important thing, and uh, I, I hate going back and like criticizing previous guests. Uh, Sorry, Kyle, who I know is not listening anymore, but it wasn't unclear what was happening before. What was unclear was when people pretended that it wasn't un- was, that it wasn't clear. They said, "This is why I'm doing it." Colin Kaepernick took a knee. Said, "I'm taking a knee because of the police brutality against uh, minorities. Um, I'm doing it because systematic racism against minorities. It just keeps happening." And then a lot of other people in the league took notice and went, yeah, that's a thing we need to protest. It's not our, it's not their fault that white people didn't notice what that was. Mm -hmm. They didn't listen. Yeah, it's not that they don't know what it's about. It's just they wanted to make it about. It's easier to make it about another argument. It's a lot easier to say, oh, it's not about the police brutality or the systematic injustice. It's about... They don't like the anthem or the flag. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, that's an easier argument to win. They're protesting our troops. Easy argument to win. You know, it's not easy to win. Why do black people keep getting shot by the police? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, kind of related. Um, the officer who shot the twelve-year-old boy who was carrying a toy gun. Oh, Tamir Rice, Tamir Rice in Ohio. Yeah, he just got hired in another Ohio town. Nope, Baltimore. I thought you got... Uh, really? I thought it was the Baltimore PD. Okay. My bad? I, I, thought I might that, be wrong. I thought it was... An, uh, uh, that he got Maybe, hired. Is there a Baltimore, Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Listen. Uh, the fact that he got hired anywhere is yeah, fucking phenomenal. That's what happens. Even if, even if the officers involved in these shootings actually face consequences within their own doesn't matter administration police force whatever doesn't matter they get hired by the, the one they're so employable you kill yep. a 12 year old because they have a fake gun a toy gun and you show you show up to the crime scene you kill him in what two seconds two seconds you see him he has a toy gun he's 12 you shoot him you kill him you're Sounds still em- like a good cop you're still employable you're still employable. And that is why they're fucking kneeling. You're right, it was Ohio. Thank you. <laughs> um, but Just making sure. No, honestly, I don't care where. I it's know, fucking, I'm... I don't care if it's Wyoming. That's fucking nuts. Oh, I, it's Bel Air, but I guess I read it as Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, yeah. I'm doing good. I, I was sick when I read this. I was sick when I read that story. Oh, you had strep when you read it? Yeah, I had a fever. Can I, let me tell you, I love Fresh Prince of Baltimore. It's my favorite <laughs> show. Um, let's end the show on something more fun to talk about, which is uh, Yeezy. Con Yeezy for Sheezy is crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> um, so uh, Kanye West uh, was at the premiere of Saturday Night Live. Season premiere. Season premiere of Saturday Night Live. Sorry. Um, uh, with host Adam Driver, who who did okay. He was yeah. there. He, was, he did well. Do you think... Ariana Grande was supposed to be the musical guest, but was she, she? Dropped, she dropped out for like emotional reasons. Um, do you think she maybe feels like she should have gone and done that? I sure hope not. I I think that Ariana Grande already fe- has to feel bad enough for oh, yeah. for for shit that she shouldn't have to feel bad That's for. That's very true. So I really hope she wasn't like feeling worse. Like, oh my god, I let this crazy shit happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ariana, listen, take a break. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, you're, listen, I'll hold those, I'll put those cat ears up. I got this, dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I know about Ariana Grande. She's, uh, she's engaged to Pete Davidson and she wears cat ears sometimes. She, does she still do that or did she used to do that? I think she still does it. Okay. That's all I got. That's all I got about Ariana Grande. She's been through some shit. Also, hope, uh, uh, hopefully, um... Hopeful guest, uh, Andrew Durfler, uh, married to your cousin. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, I, I listened to his podcast. Uh, I tried, I, I listened to his podcast, um, and the, <laughs> the opener, the first one I listened to was, I believe, like a 20 minute discussion about Pete Davidson's dating life. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it was about, I don't, I don't remember the names of the people who are on the podcast, and Andrew, um, if you're listening to this one, which I doubt you are, but if you are, message me, man. Why was that a thing? <laughs> why were you guys... Why well, was, it is a culture podcast. Th- well, there was at least someone who was extremely upset that Pete, that Pete Davidson was dating Ariana Grande. Oh. And they had a weird conspiracy theory behind it, but I'm going to play it for you after this. Oh, I'm interested in that. Yeah. Bye, Pete What is that podcast name? It's called um, Bad Press. Bad Press. Bad Press. And I, I think you should listen to Bad Press. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if, you're, if you want to hear the latest Pete Davidson news, <laughs> see, the problem is he won't put one out now. He's got to put one out. I want a new one. I want a new one. I want a new Kavanaugh one where he's discussing Kavanaugh and I want to hear him just scream about it because I know he's fucking piss- as pissed as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, shit. Um, so, so Kanye. So Kanye West. He went on SNL as a bottle. Sorry, sorry. Yay West. Um, <laughs> he went on SNL as the musical guest. Um, he was dressed as a Fiji water bottle. Whoa! For I'm sorry. No. You're wrong. <laughs> Lil Pump was was dressed up as a Fiji water bottle. Speaking of Lil Pump, did yeah. you know that his name is short for Lil Pumpernickel? That can't be true. <laughs> that can't be true. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Holy shit! For a for a for a legit like, do you, I'm like, what the fuck? What really? Um, no. Um, no. Lil Pump was dressed up as uh, a Fiji water bottle. Uh, Kanye was dressed up as Perrier. You know, because Kanye's... He fancy. He fancy, huh? Um, so, 
Um, Kanye, after the show, uh, which was not usually what happens, he played a song at the end of the show. Uh, he wore his traditional MAGA hat because, you know, Kanye loves making America great again. And um, then after, the, after that show, he gave a speech about his support for Trump and how liberals are wrong to criticize Trump. That's what I got from, from what I, from what I saw. People were bullying him. Yeah. People were, people were bullying him. Poor too. Kanye. <laughs> oh, also we got to repeal the 13th amendment. <laughs> well, that was, that was, later. that was later. So, so we got, we got, um, Kanye saying, um, that people were bullying him to wear, bullying him that he was wearing the hat. Um, Pete Davidson said, no, no one did. He wishes he did. Mm. Um, Chris Red, another cast member, um, posted on Twitter, I wasn't fucking up there. Um, because they're like, I'm not a part of this. Uh, it was, uh, Pete Davidson uh, called it one of the most awkward moments he's ever had at SNL. Um, and I just, this guy. The guy who, the same guy who went on a Hurricane Katrina uh, benefit and said to a crowd of, to, not to a crowd, to an uh, audience of people, uh, George Bush does not care about black people. It really, to me, makes, it cheapens that. Mm-hmm. It cheapens it. He is... Someone who needs the spotlight, needs the attention, and he gets it in whatever way he gets it, and this is the way he gets it this time. That, to me, is what this is. I don't believe that... For example, like, if you hear the things that Donald Trump says about Chicago, where where Ye is fucking from, <laughs> like, nothing, nothing. I don't think there's any fucking connect for Kanye West to what has actually happened. No, and I think that's I think that's the problem. There is no connect because Kanye is mentally ill severely. And he has already said that he is off his meds. He has meds and he is off them. He's not doing them. No. So I I honestly think that's what it is. It really I think there's a lot of narcissism involved as well. I think he has said that, like, the reason he supports Trump, it's not about any policies or anything no. like that. <laughs> it's about his energy. Whoa! I love energy. They have the same energy, because they're both fucking nuts. Whoa! Well, hang on, because Jeb Bush likes to, He makes me want to take a nap, and I like naps, <laughs> but I don't fucking support Jeb Bush. Yeah, well. Like, that's the thing to me. That's it. You're like, oh, I like this guy because of his energy. His energy, he's... Yeah, He's a possibly high-energy guy because mostly he's running on lies and adrenaline. So he steps up and he's like, how much can I lie to these people without them figuring out what I did? Or even if they do, will they still like me? Like, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is... Like, I just I just can't deal with it. I mean, uh, that Kimmy, that Kimmel interview... That he did with Kanye, it's great when he like just. Asks do you him, think? Do you think Donald Trump cares about black people? And Kanye just smiles. Pause. We'll go to commercial. Yeah, like that's what, there is no substance behind it. No, there's, there's no, no substance behind none. it whatsoever. It's just all. I think he likes being contrarian. 
I yeah. think he likes being the enemy um, of the media, the public, that sort of yeah. thing. Just like Trump. So, yeah. I, yeah. I They're just, the same guy. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not surprised that a guy like Kanye West likes a guy like Donald Trump. No. I'm just surprised that... He's willing to abandon... Everything. Yeah. Yep. Everything. Mm-hmm. Chicago. Literally his... The black ci- community. His city. His city that he loves so much, he's completely able to abandon every principle he had for it so that we can do this. Mm-hmm. It's just phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And I, like... I don't... In the, in a grand scheme of things, I don't care... Because fuck Kanye, and I don't, I don't, I'm not like, well, what are Kanye's political, <laughs> what's Kanye's political opinion? Because it's very important to what Chicago's gonna vote for. Like they're not gonna re, they're not gonna reelect Rahm Emanuel. Um, he's actually retiring. Um, they're not going to put in any sort of Republican House candidate. Uh, they're not gonna vote for Trump in 2020. It's just the sheer fact that this fucking guy is pretending to be the voice of who we are. And it's baffling. Mm -hmm. It's like, how are you going to pretend that you haven't been doing this shtick for a while? You do this thing where you're like, I like when people don't like me. It's my favorite thing. I like to not smile in photos. When I when I had a camera pointed at me and I was smiling and I noticed the camera was there, I stopped smiling immediately. That's who you are, Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking, that's it. Like, I think Kanye West musically is fantastic. Eh. I think he, sorry. Before this Scoop-dee random... deep poop yeah, right. Before before Scoopity Poopity Scoop, I thought he was pretty good. <laughs> he, seriously. Down. Col- <laughs> College Dropout was great. College Dropout was a fucking fantastic album. Through the Wire was a fucking fantastic song where he was fucking wired up and still... That shit was great. But Kanye West is overtly and and brazenly betraying everything he once was mm-hmm. on purpose mm-hmm. just to see how we react. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it feels like. Yeah. So do you think he purposely, when he said to repeal the 13th Amendment, he was being purposely, I like, just, obtuse? Oh, fuck. Uh, I, see, that's he, the thing. Because the, the, the message yeah. he says that he was trying to send is actually kind of a good one. That um, since the Thirteenth Amendment doesn't guarantee the right to vote, or not not the right to vote, um, doesn't guarantee freedom for everyone in America. Talking about like prisons and how they're forced, prisoners are forced yeah. to work. That's yeah. what he says he was talking about. That prisoners are forced to work, and that's basically modern day slavery. Right, but but I I agree. <laughs> I agree with that. Yes. I agree if he took four seconds to actually <laughs> fucking think about his point. Yeah. Because you realize he did this after he posted the shitty post. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, then, what I, that's what I'm asking. Do you think he really 
meant that? Yes. Or which part do you think he meant? I think that he was dumb enough to say what he said. And then someone else explained to him what he said. And he's like, that's not what I meant. Someone tell me what I meant real quick. Well, he did earlier blame black people for being enslaved. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. He went to TMZ and said that it was a choice. Slavery was a choice. No. Nope. Like, this is the shit that communities have to deal with. You have... Communities have people who will go in and make the community better. They will do their best to help out everyone in the community. Uh, that's why when you hear people uh, complain that Barack Obama was a community organizer, those people are fucking stupid. You know who's you know who's a very very good uh, a very good community resource? A community organizer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who's not? A guy who's just famous from the community. <laughs> a guy who's like, how do I get them to keep listening to me? Uh, I married a Kardashian. What the fuck else do you guys want from me? Fine. Repeal the 13th Amendment. Which one was that again, Katrina? Abolishing slavery? That's the one. (laughs) He, on Twitter, is like, let's abolish that one. Let's get rid of the one that stopped slavery. And then he had to come out later and say, I meant that prisoners are also slaves. Do you, then did you mean expand on the 13th yeah, he Amendment? Yeah, he said he should have meant, um, amend said. it, amend it. Oh. Amend the 13th well, Amendment. Well, <laughs> amend the 13th but that doesn't sound as good. No. As, we should have a dialogue and not a diatribe, which I swear to God, if I hear him say one more time, I'm gonna flick him in his fucking nose. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just can't. We all know Trump's all for dialogue. You, Trump loves dialogues. <laughs> Ask the failing New York Times or the low-rated Saturday Night Live. How much he loves the dialogue that they have. <laughs> this, I just, this fucking guy. Like, Kanye West is literally, to me, just another cartoon character that exists within the Trumposphere. I'm it's, surprised he doesn't have a position in his cabinet by now. The fact that he's not... <laughs> he must have been offered something. He was at one of the Trump Tower meetings. I know. I, I watched it. And then they had that fun that fun photo shoot where they're like, Hey, Trump! Sorry. They're like, Hey, Kanye! Are you still going to run in 2020? And Kanye just, like, did his normal scowl at the camera. He's like, what is happening right now? Why is this my... Di- we are living through reality fucking television. Yeah. Yep. But the reality is fucking awful. Because we put a crazy... Fu- we put a fucking partisan hack on the bench. We are just constantly fucking up. The Democrats need to win, but we tend to not win. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, 20 fucking 18 is really important. Mm-hmm. Heidi Heitkamp's gonna lose her seat because she did not because, but partially because she did the right thing. Yeah. Joe Manchin's gonna keep his seat, even though he did the wrong thing. Yeah. That's what we're in. Mm-hmm. Shit. 
That's not good. Voting in about a month. Midterms. What what's the date for voting? November oh. First Tuesday? Yeah. I believe it's November sixth. Yeah, November sixth. No, that's Thursday, November fourth. First Tuesday in November. November 4th is the first Tuesday in November. Am I right? November 6th. What year are you in? I'm in 2018. November 6th. Tuesday. Election day. It says election day. Oh! <laughs> I was in the Dece- Guys? I was in the December. Right. <laughs> November 6th. Yes. Less than a month away. Yeah. Gotta vote. Vote, Gotta vote, vote. vote. I believe isn't October... I don't want to... Actually, I don't want to say that. We're right around now. the deadline for the October primaries. October 9th, I, I think it's the, the 9th. Deadline. PA. So, PA, if you're not fucking registered, we're gonna... I will come to your fucking house, guys. <laughs> I know where you all live. I know where all four of you live. <laughs> and I will get you. Don't fuck around with me. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we go? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay. No, I want to watch this football game. Is it on? Yeah, it started. Oh, it started. Um, okay, so I gotta go watch a football game, but I want you guys to know, from the bottom of my heart, please, go vote. Register to vote. Go vote. Get your friends to register to vote. You have a very short amount of time. There's a finite amount of time to stop this. Get registered. Go vote. It's not hard. I, you can register online in PA. I can register online in PA. I'm already registered. Go vote. Be a productive citizen. Also, support labor. People who are working and who are like, I think I need more money to work, support them. Whether it's an, whether it's an athlete making a million dollars or... Your local fucking union that's trying to scrape by and make sure that their fucking, their their people are getting money. Do that. Is there anything? I'm just, I'm now I want to like just talk about my causes. (laughs) Guys, I'm running for Senate. (laughs) And let me tell you some things. Uh, I'm running against Pat Toomey. He's awful. And I'm going to, no, no, we're not doing that. No. All right. Guys, I'm going to... Some bad news. I'm not running for Senate anymore. I'm going to go ahead and get out of the Senate race. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh, to, the Saturday, uh, to the Sunday night bonus pod. Um, it's not a bonus pod. You didn't. It's the weekly pod. It's just late. Yeah. The, <laughs> sorry, the, the late pod. It's a, I call bonus. And um, my wife's not going to go ahead and have my back on that. That's not cool. <laughs> um... Uh, I'll see you guys next week with my guest Ronan Farrow. I'm going to talk about. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>